Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Dahlia Ramahi. And I'm Jordan Dreyer. And welcome. Hello. We are so excited to have you. Yes, we are. All right. Let's get right into it. What is today's episode about? Today's episode, we're going to have some fun. We're going to respond to some silly questions and just (laughs) let our imaginations go and have a good morning. Yes, yes, yes. And while uh, we're asking these questions, answer along with us. Start thinking about this way. Imagine all the fun things that you'd be doing or thinking about. What would you do? So these questions come from freewrite.com. And it's meant to get your imagination juices flowing. So, okay, let's start off with a fun one. If you could travel back in time, where would you go? I have to think about this for a second. Do you know where you'd go? I have... Like two different, just to somewhere in the 1800s, just to see it. And of course, I would never want to live in these places where like women were, you know, chattel and like diseases. And that's like all of ancient history. Well, yeah. (laughs) But so it's like, I want to see the maybe around the time, modern history, like the the invention, like the early 1900s, like the 1910s, with like in radio, the electricity being like still new. I think that'd be so cool. And then like, I don't know. I it, it would be a bad place to live, but I, I I just love the World War II era, of like the the fashion and the like. I don't know the darkness too, in a way. Okay, that's interesting. Um, is there uh, okay? So you would go back to early 1900s, like like the the turn of the century 1900s. Yeah, like the World's Fair. That'd be cool to attend, like the 1904, I think World's Fair, where they some so one of those where they introduced electricity and things like that. Very cool. I I'm thinking like I go way back. Like I want to go way back to ancient uh, Egypt, and uh, like I I just want to see what it's like. I mean, I know it's I find it so fascinating that mm-hmm. they were able to do so much that in in terms of a people we consider by today's standards primitive in terms of technology but were they really well that yeah just like the ancient aliens thing like let's go back in time once and for all and see what really happened were there exactly oh by the way history growing up was one of my favorite subjects in school yeah because i always uh, interpreted it like i always heard it being told me especially i had a good teacher like it was a story and so i could easily imagine what was it like i also want to go back to ancient um China and Japan. I don't know why I'm fascinated with those regions of the world. So yeah, yep. uh, yeah. I think to go back to feudal Japan would be really cool. Yeah. So okay, what's the next question? You have a billion dollars in your bank account. How did you make it? <laughs> oh my God! Easy. I married a very wealthy man. So yeah. easy. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't have to do a damn thing for Give it. Give the work to someone else. <laughs> like I would hope from voiceover residuals. 
Oh yeah, like, billions of dollars in voiceover residuals. That'd and, be amazing. And being an author, like I still want to write too. And so my books just sell so well that they've made me billions. And like J.K. Rowling, like I have theme parks based on my books and stuff like yes. that. Yes, um, I would like to be uh, a really powerful um, public speaker, world motivator. And I say world because I would want to be like a global. Uh, World like renowned world icon speaker. and speaker, uh-huh. exactly. And I am just, you know, and people are paying me top dollar to speak, but I'm also doing something positive and good with that. So, oh, yeah, I would even though that. I say I have a billion dollars, I don't ever see myself keeping a billion. I would give so much of it away just me because too. it's so easy for me to do that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know. Living in this space is so fun. Yeah, like I would, I would still have like a modest home. I don't see what the point. Why do, why do I need 16 rooms? Like I could still have a like you know five room at the most house, and unless I have a lot of kids or something, and the majority of the money like be giving. That's what I really want is to be exactly. able to give. I want to be secure, have a nice home, and then just give the rest away. Yeah, all the what's more the way it should be. Yeah, but know. the only thing sometimes I think about this because like God knows if I'll ever have kids or not. I would love if I don't have my own kids, even if I do, but like. Um, to get to a point where I'm in a, a financial and position, just living wise and whatever, to foster kids, you know, even if I don't adopt kids, but to foster kids. And if I had like all that money, I'd also buy, you know what I really would love to do? I know we just said how we're going to make the money, but one thing I really would love to do with that money is to build proper orphanages that really protect children and mm-hmm. uh, reform systems around the world where they're not abused, they're not uh, taken advantage of and all that other stuff. So, so and give them I mean, a good education so that even if they don't ever find their permanent family, yeah. they leave feeling they're set up for success for the rest You're of their life. You're so much like me. Like I've also <laughs> thought about fostering before and when I'm set up that I can do that. And education has always been like the number one thing for me when it comes to what would I put my money towards. Yeah. And when, when I, I truly believe like if we have a well-educated society and well cared for, like good health care, then there will be less crime because people will not be hurting, like perhaps breaking bad. <laughs> They're not having they don't have to spend their mortgage on cancer treatments and then if, if they're more educated, like they'll be able to find more ways to do stuff instead of turning to crime unless they become like the smart like Ocean's Eleven criminals. Like the white collar criminals <laughs> that, yeah, there's a lot of those too, you know. I think that, you know, it's just Go back to the idea of where, you know, people have a chance to be lifted up. Because I feel like in our current system, it it's so oppressive in a way, you I know. And the, I mean, the billionaires could do more. I always think that they could do like, why should what's his name Jeff Bezos have like ten or more cars? Like, who needs that? You you what can't about drive. Elon Musk. You, yeah, like yeah. all of them, and even I know Bill Gates does have like a philanthropy and stuff, but it, it could be more. Everything can be more. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, like, um, you know, I just I just see myself as a special kind of billionaire who actually puts my money where my mouth is and doesn't say I'm going to give half my wealth when I die, but actually do something positive with it while I am living. Yeah. You know. So, okay, what's the next question? Let's find. Okay, Just as your flight takes off, you discover a shocking note under your seat. What does your note say? 
my god okay i'm laughing because as soon as you said it my first my first thought is like like i see you oh that's a good one yeah <laughs> i don't know i just it went to total like suspense and weird mode you know it's a shocking note yeah but the first thing i'm thinking of is like you left the refrigerator open (laughs) 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 or the the stove on oh my god and like you're going on a two-week vacation so now what that that's your future self telling you dun 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 yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding that's interesting okay what else (laughs) here's a fun one none of your friends remember you describe yourself to them so who are you Oh, that's interesting. So none of my friends remember me, and I have to describe myself to these same friends? Yeah. Or, I mean, just imagine strangers in general at that point. Who are you? Oh, my God. I'm president of the world. Hello. (laughs) Don't you guys know who I am? No, I'm just teasing. Um, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm your best friend, and I'm the person that you invest all your money with. Give it to me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm being so stupid. Yeah. But, um, yeah, exactly. And I don't even know how to answer that question. How would I? I just. I don't know. I was God. thinking of personality. Why? Like I would be like, look, like yeah, don't no, you remember don't. me? Like I'm the kind, crying shoulder that you once used to love, and we like to go out for ice cream together. And um, I guess I was in my mind interpreted like, but if they don't remember me, how would they even? Why would they even care about all that? They don't remember. Um. Well, like, yeah, I do get you do get to invent stuff at that point and be like, yeah, remember yeah. that one time when you gave me five hundred dollars as a bet? Well, that's yeah, still no. ongoing. Every January, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every January you give me five hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly, and then every February we double that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just teasing. I'm being silly. I I think personally, I would say it like you. I'd be like, hey, I'm the one that was uh, always. Um, Laughing loud, I always made you guys laugh. We always had a good time together. I showed up late to every event. That's that, that, Dahlia, remember me? <laughs> showed up late. So, <laughs> yeah, punctuality is an ongoing uh, work in progress for me. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. So, okay, what's the next question? Um, oh, I have one. Okay. If you were told you have to leave your state, like where you were living, and you had to go somewhere else in the world right now, where would you go immediately? The first thing that comes to your mind without Somewhere, overthinking it. Uh, yeah, like Wyoming or Idaho, some, something like that, where it's like mostly country and farmland. I, I've really been thinking about like like leaving the city and, and getting out and like learning how to farm and that kind of stuff. I remember once you talked about survival skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would be, I mean, it would be different. <laughs> and I'd probably, I wouldn't do it alone, likely. I'd want to go out there with somebody I know already like my sister or something, but it would be really cool. Have you ever heard of that, um, what's her name? Something Johnson, Jensen. She's, I think, Swedish. She's that uh, woman who lives all by herself up in the Arctic. No. Um, Yeah, she lives in like a cabin. Uh, I'll find you her Instagram and I'll link it in the podcast uh, episode. But she lives all alone up in the wilderness in the Arctic. And... um, Like, she does videos and YouTube. I think she has a boyfriend or husband, but all her videos are her basically, like, showing how she lives in isolation. Oh, my God. I don't think I could ever do that. Yeah, I don't want to be isolated completely. Maybe maybe we can have country square dancing (laughs) events and stuff. But, like, I do, like, it would be cool to live in, like, a giant house with my sister and her her husband eventually and my eventual husband. And then we all have this garden we live off of and... We can basically live off the land and we'll have chickens and goats. And that sounds really charming. Yeah. 
just I think I would go to I, the first place that I thought of was Italy. Where in Italy? Honestly, I don't know. I don't like the places in Italy that I've really gone. Like when I say I don't like, like I wasn't the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Venice and like Rome. But uh, I, I always see the Italian like countryside, like the hills or maybe like somewhere in Tuscany. Or just, you know how charming it just always looks or the French countryside yeah. or something or, or somewhere in the Mediterranean. Like I know that's not a specific, but that's immediately what I think of somewhere in the Mediterranean. Was my first thought was Italy. But I'm so it sounds like you that. also want to get out of the city. Yeah, city, country, too. <laughs> you like, just go experience a different way of life, a different pace of life. Um, just something completely different. Yeah, I know. Like, I, it's hard to be positive sometimes about the world. And, and so I, I, it's just like that. I've told you before that make our garden grow. I want to go somewhere where I can literally grow a garden and we just do our best. And I can continue to do voiceover from there and write novels and stuff like that. I know. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Like, when in Octo- last October when... I went to Hawaii. You know, Hawaii isn't exactly isolated. Like, there are stores and people and, like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when you when you literally stand on the beach uh, right next to the water, you just feel this uh, massive like, expanse, like this huge expanse between you and the rest of the world. It's like you're in your own little bubble, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, what I loved about my time there is that as much as there was like city and all modern conveniences and parts of Hawaii, a lot of it felt so natural and so untouched. And just like when you see people like everywhere you drove in like, like residential areas, they had their own gardens and you know, it just like seemed like such a cute life. I don't know exactly how they're living there. Right. It's yeah. just from one like moment in time but just passing by but I love that kind of thing so that's what I want to experience I do think they try to be more natural than like the rest of the U.S. basically and it reminds me because like when I went to New Zealand like they're trying really hard to basically get back to how life was before colonial people came and like which involves like protecting the birds because New Zealand doesn't have it's not like Australia that has huge mammals and stuff New Zealand really just had a lot of birds before before people came and so like now cats are getting the birds and all these other rats and whatever, things that came Ooh. on the ships. And so they're trying to get back to that and be more natural and people... Well, it's funny that you mentioned New Zealand because my sister and I were talking. As you guys know, we're, we're twins and <laughs> uh, Jordan is a twin as well. And um, uh, we were talking about where would we want to live if um, we could live anywhere in the world. And we're like, I would want to try to go live in New Zealand. It just seems so fascinating there. But, of course, I've never been there, so I would want to visit it, see um, oh, how Oh, it's much... definitely cool. There was this yeah. one town that was, like, at the bottom of a hill, sort of. Because, like, when you drove over the small hill mountain, like, then you see the town below. And then there's a lake, which is a caldera. Um, like, it's oh, a lake that cool. formed from an old volcano. And um, nice. I was like, I would live here. This place is, like, really cute. You've got the lake. You've got mountains nearby. I think wherever I go, and you probably agree with me, I just want to be around angry people. I don't want to live in a society where there are angry people and like where the way of life makes it easy for people to be angry. I know. I do think about those things because like I think it was I'm you. not saying New Zealand is like no, that. I'm just saying in but general. I yeah. think because I think it was you that told me like people or I read this somewhere that like there's electrons in the earth. And so like because we used to be outside more often and without shoes. And so the electrons come up, come up into your body and make you happy kind of yeah, thing. Grounding. But so if you're That's wearing, le- most people have rubber shoes. And so rubber doesn't allow electricity in. 
And yeah, isn't that incredible? Yeah, so there's that, and then just putting your hands in soil when you're gardening. It's supposed to be so much better, like calming and stuff. And oh, it totally is. I can tell you from firsthand experience. So like that's one. Like there's just so many factors. Like that's one, and then like the closeness of people in cities, and like mm-hmm. so, and like the um unknownness of people. Like because people only steal from. I mean, for the most part, they steal from people they don't know. Like if you're if you you could steal from your family, but it seems like most people don't do that. And so if yeah. you knew everybody, like in a small village, there would be less likelihood for stealing and killing. And I agree. Like we have this problem now in my county where the one of the biggest things for theft among uh, neighbors is their something catalyst converter or whatever. Oh, it the is. catalytic converter, yeah. Yeah, it's on um, emission safe vehicles. Yeah, people like do that here too. Ford. For some reason, Toyota Priuses are... Yeah, Prius, exactly. And I'm like, what the heck? I guess because they're easy to access. I Googled it. I was curious because there's um, precious metals in there that are worth a lot of money, apparently. Well, yeah, and because there's stories about people opening up streetlights to take the copper out, stuff like that. that's crazy. I mean, I get it. Like, I know we live in, like, uncertain times, but, ugh. I know. Like, let's just go start a commune. (laughs) Exactly. And we'll be, like, totally nice to each other and just like self-sufficient i I mean i love the idea of um like the kibbutz in israel is like a little village that supports itself and like i don't know they choose to raise cows or something and like the kids all sleep in one area that i mean originally i don't know how it is today but like in the 50s or something like then the parents work everybody works and like for the good of the community just like some old village like in the neanderthal times or something like i love the clan of the cave bear books because it just shows this kind of life too where everybody hunts and these ones i don't know do the weaving and like it's all for the good of everybody and yeah it definitely sounds like uh, a commune yeah yeah and like so like maybe you know all the women who are feeding who are who have milk can feed anyone else's kid that kind of stuff oh wow okay yeah so like there's just so many ways to being like to live a peaceful existence. Oh, but just imagining it feels so good, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like the idea of a, a society being at peace, helping each other, working together um instead of like what I what I personally feel like m- me and a lot of other people is experiences that sometimes you know, you do have to look over your shoulder and you do have to like wonder the safest way to go about doing things you know what i mean yeah so it's like but anyway okay we got really deep with that one but like this is so fun and let's go back on the side that makes us feel good all right any other questions uh let's do one more okay let's find i okay write a letter let well hold maybe not a letter but what's something you would say to your 14 year old self oh to my 14 year old self like i've i always know because i've written i have written this before where I just say, like, you will find your people. Like, because back then I was just extra quiet and kind of bullied for being quiet, too, by these stupid kids on the bus. I don't know why kids got to bully them for being quiet. But so it's like, you'll find your people. There will be, like, more nerdy people once you get to college. You just got to push past these immature kids and you'll be okay. And it's okay to be yourself. Uh, I, I would have a similar message for my 14-year-old self. And I would tell her, it's okay to use your voice. It's okay to speak up. And um, you're exactly perfect the way that you are. So stop hating yourself and your body. 
like seriously. If I had had that message, I feel like I would have saved myself a lot of heartache over the years growing up, especially in my teenage years. You know what I mean? I know. So yeah, or if I had learned, we get to tell ourselves that now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, you can always talk to your inner child. That's something that they talk yeah. about in ACA. Oh, and... I do. I do that every night. Yeah, I, I mean... call her little Lily. Oh yeah, I, I just nickname. I'll hug myself and. Sometimes I switch between using I and using you, and yeah. I don't really know which one's better. Some in this one acting class I was in, they were like, "Use I, like I love, I love myself, I am, or whatever." But then I imagine because I'm speaking to someone else, exactly. I am not. Like, that's confusing. I'm like, not the my little self, thirteen year old anymore. I. Exactly. So I do. And say it's like easier. You. To, I feel like it's easier. And isn't that funny? I feel like it's easier to nurture myself in the third person than it is in the first person. And in I guess the third that's a lot of, yeah, like you know, it's like say you. Uh, no, that's like, second. Like, second, sorry, yeah. that third. I I know what I I blame me. I know my uh-huh. persons. I just said the wrong one. In the second person, then in the first person, because in the first person I only see myself in the present. Yeah. I can't see myself in the past and then speaking that way to myself. I have to like to somebody else like you're saying it's anyway. yeah but, it, but the message resonates still really deeply when I do that so yeah I know or like to know that you know certain things in my growing up were not right and like that's not my fault that's more like my parents yeah. fault <laughs> and so just knowing it's okay and you're gonna be okay and you're gonna reach a point where you can speak absolutely and if you don't truly believe that time is linear then you don't need to worry about like losing time or whatever because you can always go back into your past, love yourself, accept yourself, and empower yourself in the present, knowing that the future is coming to you, you're not going to it, and it's all just like a big circle kind of thing, all mm. blending together. Oh, so nice. Yeah. All right, so this anyway, was well, fun. Anyway, this was fun. Yeah. <laughs> just a like fun little side story kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. And so I hope that you enjoyed this and thought about your own answers. And yeah. it, you can write your own answers to us, too. We've got Twitter and Instagram and email, bloomingvoicespodcast at gmail.com. And our yes. website is bloomingvoices.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we're looking forward to seeing you uh, next week. Yes, thank you. That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. And let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday. 